everybody. Uh, so I actually finally managed to get people to agree to play a tabletop game with me. That's finally Yay. happening. Uh, when's that check gonna come? That's, we'll talk about that. Anyway, uh, so this is the new spoiler warning where we just like people are here or not here all the time, so whatever. So I've chosen a game. Is which it a is spoiler warning? Or is it a spodcast? Which is meant to have players drop in and drop out and interrupt people while they're explaining the premise of the game. I like interrupting people. We're going to be playing a game called Blades in the Dark. Uh, it's basically a heist game. You guys are going to be playing guys who run this criminal gang in this kind of supernaturally victorian city. And your characters are modestly disposable. To the point where you're not all going to be needed on every job, and also you may not survive more than a few jobs. The, the crew that you guys run is the main, like, consistent thing from week to week. Uh, so that, that that's kind of cool. I think that that's how glad this is going to work. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I've given everybody the character sheets and information and stuffs, and you're basically just going to want to be keeping copies of a sheet for your character, and then there's going to be a sheet for the crew, and you're going to make both of them later. So first, I thought I'd just give you guys a brief explanation of the setting. Uh, so, uh, the game Dishonored by Arcane Studios is, no, uh, it's, it's, it's actually, yes, very similar to, like, the, the, the game Dishonored to the point where it's pretty, are, like, are, they actually cite it as inspiration. Are we just gonna do a Dishonored, like, Dishonored canon kind of, like, thing? Is that the setting we, we should immerse we ourselves in not and imagine? Actually. Uh, no, I'm going to follow... This game has a pretty interesting written setting. All right, and so my name is I'm Corvo, get... and my alias is um, a really lame assassin dude. So I'm going to get over my natural inclination to make a new setting or to use a different setting. <laughs> I'm just going to use the, the book default, and we're going to run together. Now, this game, we're probably just going to be, like, learning as you go, and I'm certainly learning as we go. Uh, I've studied up on the basics of the rules and the basics of the setting, and that's basically how far we need to get to get going. So, you guys ready? Yeah. Uh, we should probably it's all, like, introduce ourselves. Yeah, no hi. Hi. Hello. Yo. Dog. I am I am Fingar the Meat Cleaver. Wait, I haven't made my character yet. So, actual names. For players, we have Alex. Alex, go ahead. Why, yourself. I have to have a name already? Yeah, no, there we go. No, no. Oh, a, a, oh my god. Name. Oh my we're, god. We're, oh. we're introducing ourselves. Holy shit. Everything right, is cool already. See you guys later. Can I go last? Bye, Mumbles. It was nice Peace. that you were here for a minute. <laughs> this is almost as bad as Left 4 Dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can get lo lower than Left 4 Dead, Mumbles. Are there zombies in this setting? <laughs> Quick, quick uh, lore check, Rutskarn. The answer is roll a D20. yes, there are basically zombies in this setting. Excellent. Is that a real question? It's a fantasy RPG. Are there zombies in this setting? Come on. Pretty I mean, it's Victorian. Zombies somewhere now. Let's get to it! Yeah, let's get to it. Okay. And also glitches here. So, Hello. The game we're... <laughs> So, brief summary of the setting. Okay, long time ago, shit got real fucked up. Uh, this island that had a coal mining town with all sorts of cool technology got broken apart. And now, basically, that's the only part of the world that isn't completely doomed. It's ruled by an emperor who does not die who's called the Immortal Emperor. 
Very clever. Uh, he makes sure that th- technology got taken back and that the world is protected from all of the bad things. Bad things including mutant monsters, giant demonic leviathans out in the ink black sea, because the, all the water turned black. It's probably fine. Uh, ghosts. Yeah, people have ghosts now. When people die, their ghosts come out, and it's really awful. So, basically, there's a big wall around the city made of electricity mixed with ghost juice called electroplasm, and that's to keep the ghosts out, because otherwise the ghosts are going to kill everybody. So whenever somebody dies, there's, like, a team of people who show up like... Ghostbusters! Yes. Oh, shit. People who show up and basically, like, collect the the electroplasm from the body so the ghost doesn't come and start ruining stuff. Uh, You guys will not be playing these people, unfortunately. Uh, You'll be playing people who are trying, in many cases, to avoid them. Because if you die, you don't necessarily want them to collect your juice, because if they don't collect your juice, you can come back as a ghost. This conversation Uh, makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, but this... (laughs) the important note in the setting is, uh, so you know how, like, in our world, the soul is supposed to be this nice, awesome thing that everybody loves, and, like, the immortal soul, the body's temporary. Yeah, so when souls start killing people as ghosts, everybody's like, man, souls suck. It's all about the body. Bodies are awesome. Uh, so the main religion of this setting is, like, we like bodies, bodies are cool. Uh, if you want to be really holy, you should get your soul extracted and just wander around. That's zombies for you. Oh, yeah, it's also corrupt as hell. Uh, so this is like a Venice-type island uh, where the main industry is going out with these ships and killing these leviathans to extract the ghost juice so that they can keep the gate, the walls powered. And it's just like the... It's basically you are assumed guilty in this city at all times. Uh, the, the labor class is badly exploited, and if you want to make it anywhere, you gotta turn to being crimes. And so that's this is like got. Dishonored mixed with Echo Tide. Yeah, and the actual gameplay mechanics are an exact Echo freakish Bizarre, hybrid not Echo Tide. of Fate Echo and Apocalypse Tide. World, but you guys don't know about that stuff, so. I know about that stuff. Are you? Is your character a person that knows about that stuff? I don't know. Can I roll for it? I'm going to roll 20 to see if I know about it. You that can stuff. read no, the rulebook and that wouldn't be very like You told oh, us not God, to read no. the rulebook, which I I'm realizing is probably a dastardly DM trick. I said oh, you don't need to. No, you specifically said don't read anything. Well, I didn't want you to put yourself. Oh, wait. No, that's right. I told you, you specifically not to read the rulebook, Josh. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, just to clarify that. Have I made a mistake? No, no, it's fine. Uh, a couple other things about the setting at random. Uh, there's no sun. Just a moon, and sometimes the moon is weird. There's witches, and there's dark gods. Okay, that's that's. This is straight up just right Echo Bizarre mixed with Dishonored, isn't it? Oh, it it really is. Uh, it, it it honestly is. Uh, the setting is weird to the point where. It's the sort of setting where you could get the the gist really quickly, but as you guys are playing, uh, if you don't know something about the setting, like, what do they eat? Uh, what is their system of crime and punishment like? It's probably best just to ask me, rather than to sort of, like, guess that it'll be like something, because the, the game does have a lot of, like, specificity in its, its setting. 
Right. Okay. So we're we're criminals. We're criminal people. Yes, you are crimes people. I okay. mean, I, I took that for a given. It is absolutely a given. So I think we're just going to jump right into creating your crimes people. Sound good? Who wants to go first? And by go first, I'm going to go around and like do this in steps. So if you're not going to be like way behind if I do you last. It's just going to be like, I'm going to have everybody do step okay. one, then everybody do step two, et cetera, et cetera. Sounds good. All right, what do we do? Chris, you're up first. Yay! Okay. <laughs> that is an uncharacteristic reaction. He's role-playing. I thought we were trying to role-play here. I, should I be <laughs> suspicious of Chris <laughs> for being so uh, chipper I don't know. about Should everything? you be suspicious, Josh? Is this like a character thing? Maybe you should be paying attention to his character clues. Red Garden, what are we doing? What, 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 what's happening? I'm sorry, I lost my page. I'm just, I'll be right back. Oh, God damn it, Red Garden. Um... Oh god, okay. Do do we like elect a replacement DM? This is a part do you of the guys game. Like wolves. Do you guys like wolves? Do you like wolves, wolves or cool. big cats? Do you like wolves or like tigers better though? Wolves. I think wolves dire are wolves are pretty badass. Tigers. tigers are We're like not talking tiger about sexier. fucking fantasy shit. But talk about I mean wolves. dire wolves are a real thing I, kind of. I do no. like like big cats, but not tigers <laughs> no. specifically. Why don't you like tigers? I'm more of a like a, a cougar kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was too much information. I'm glad this happened. This was important. I mean, you did ask the question vaguely <laughs> in a related topic. Really? I did, actually, you just kind of ran with it, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just like okay. it runs with the cougars. So, Chris... The first thing you're going to do yeah. is you're going to choose a playbook. A playbook is like a class, but in Got this it. kind of RPG, which is based on Apocalypse World, the, the distinction is that a playbook also carries with it some plot hooks, and it carries with it yep. like some sort of uh, assumptions about how you play your character and how you get rewarded and engage with the mechanics. Uh, you don't need to look into this too much. You just pick the one that looks coolest to you. So you're going to get first pick. All right, so here are uh, the playbooks. Leech. Oh, wow. You're way ahead. Okay, so for people who haven't been reading like Hamster has, you should probably explain what the fuck the playbooks are. Yes. Uh, so the, the the playbooks are Cutter, who is the people who are good at winning fights, uh, intimidating people. They're kind of like the thug class. There's the Hounds, who are good at tracking and like kind of fighting from a distance. They're like the snipers and the you know they're like the rangers. Uh, there's the Leech, who are the alchemists and the saboteurs. And, you know, have all their cool tools, so that's, that's what Chris is going to be. There's the Lurks, who are sneaky-beaky. Cheeky-breaky of Danke. There's the Slides, <laughs> who are like the con artists. There's the Spiders, who are like masterminds. And then there's the Whispers, who are the spooky ones. Who, I want to like, be a good. smuggler. Uh, so you could be a smuggler as any of these guys. Smuggling is actually, like, whether you're a smuggler uh, or not actually depends on what kind of crew you are. Bleh. Okay. Okay, so Chris picked the leech. Uh, Alex, any of these stick out to you? Um, I'm, like, debating between the lurk or the slide. 
Does anybody here want to play a lurk or a slide? Okay. Glitch. I think I want to be the whisper. Awesome. Mumbles is the whisper. I guess that makes me the spider. Alright. Glitch is the spider. I'm sure that's going to work out just fine. <laughs> Alright, That's Josh. what a spider would sound like if he laughed. Well, I Josh was going to go whisper or spider, so... Eat it, Josh. Um, Suck it. I'll... Double up. I guess I'll be the cutter, because we don't have any, like, frontline <laughs> shit going on here. We got no muscle. I'm so glad I took Mastermind from you, Spider. This is going to be a great role reversal. Alright, um... So, Alex, you're between the slide and the... I'm leaning towards slide. Okay, slide, cool. Would you say you're sliding towards it, or...? So, no, sounding leaning, off... specifically. Uh, sounding off, Alex, you're the slide, Chris, you're the leech, uh, Glitch, you're the spider, Josh, you're the cutter, and Mumbles, you're the whisper. Is that correct? Sounds good. Yeah, that sounds right. Awesome. Alright, we're ready to move on to phase two, which is getting a little bit more into who your character specifically is. So, what you want to do at this point is uh, go into the PDF I sent you guys, and if you've got a printer, great, just print out your playbook. Otherwise, do what I think most people are doing, which is take a screenshot of it and just mark it up in Photoshop. Oh, what a decadent age we live in. Where do I put that? Uh, save it to your desktop, I guess. No, or I what meant, do you mean, where do, where do I... you put Never mind. Where do you put that you're the, the leech? No, I was going to say, where do I put, oh, what a decadent age we live in, but never mind, oh. you ruined the joke. <laughs> and as soon as somebody has their sheet ready to mark up, uh, just sound off in the chat, and I'll get to you first. I'm good. I've been putting in names and I'm stuff. I'm also yep. good. All right, let's start with Campster Van. Campster Van. That's Josh's thing. So the first thing we're going to establish to make your cutter different from all... Sorry, not your cutter. Uh, that's, that is Josh's thing. That's the me. The first thing Hello. we're going to establish to make your leech different from all the other leeches is your heritage. Uh, where you come from. We're probably not going to make a big deal out of this this time, uh, because I don't want to get into like a history lesson about all these places are from. So... Actually, I'm going to pull a GM turn and say that your heritage is not the first thing you're going to worry about. The first thing you're going to worry about is your background. Okay. Uh, I, th I think that this is more important to sort of establishing your characters anyway. So it's pretty straightforward. You see there's some words here. Academic, labor, law, trade, military, noble, and underworld. Just figure out which background you want your character to be from and circle it. There's no serious mechanical thing. This is just to flesh your character out a little bit. Alright. Um, let me grab a tool here in Photoshop. Alright, done. Which one did you pick? Noble. Oh, so you used to be an aristocrat. Alright, and now under that, you're just going to write one detail that makes your character specific as a noble. And I'm going to let you think about that. I'm going to move on to Josh, and that's the way it's going to be from right. now on. Uh, I'll go to you, okay. you'll pick one, and then you'll think about what specific detail you want. So, Josh, what about your background? I have the idea of being an academic cutter. An academic cutter. Interesting. Yeah, everybody everybody has the same access to the same background, so uh, that, I, I, like, right. I like the sound of this. All right. 
Uh, that tells a cool story already. Uh, anybody else ready? I am. I'll Mumbles. go with trade. Trade? Okay, you were a tradesman. Tradeswoman, tradesperson. Uh, oh yeah, uh, just a small setting detail. Uh, this is default in just about any campaign I run anyway, but there's no uh, racial, sexual bigotry in this game, and also uh, there's, you know, it, there's a fluid range of gender identities. Can I still be hateful towards Josh? That's not off limits, is it? Uh, that's actually, I'm checking page 97, and I, that, that's kind of necessary to have a, an engaging game. Oh, good. Good, I was oh. going to have to leave, so. <laughs> if that wasn't the case, yeah. Speaking of glitch, are you ready to pick your background? I gotta be from the underworld. Alright, you're an underworld mastermind spider. Sounds good. Alex, <laughs> what's your background? I'm gonna go with labor. Labor. Oh, wow, we've got a diverse crew here. I did I hit everybody? In that yes. case, I'm going to go back around to hate camp. each other. Campster, what's the specific detail that complicates your uh, noble background? My parents were of money, and then they lost it all. I haven't figured out whether it's because they died or because they just gambled it away or because some evil conspiracy took it all, but my character resents that and still considers himself of money despite generally being broke, but he considers himself of money. Awesome! That's that's a really great detail. That's exactly the sort of thing uh, that like is great to come up with at this point, because that really like a, that really sort of locks in a large part of how your character sees the world, and that, that's really cool. All right, Josh. Um, I'm thinking my character is an academic who got too caught up in uh, the idea of class warfare and uh, ultimately. Uh, ended up being shunned by his or her peers. I haven't figured out what their gender is yet. Um, and ended up kind of uh, kicked out of the job and forced into poverty and into the underworld where they okay. found that they were actually really good at stabbing people. That's so I've already looked ahead. And there's a couple big universities. Uh, one of them is a little bit more religious and, like, focuses on kind of mysticism, whereas the other is, like, more secular and technology-focused. Uh, so that's just something to think about a little bit. Right. Uh, moving on to Mumbles. Um, okay, so I was, like, a humble trader, but I traded with the, like, military folks, and they kind of took advantage of, like, just how how humble I was. I didn't have a whole lot of like stock. I didn't have like any family name. I was just a trader. And so they would just like, I don't know, like put too much taxes on me or like just take my shit and be like, it's for the military, whatever. And so then I like got super poor. Then I realized that like guys from the military are super afraid of ghosts. So I learned how to talk to ghosts. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Learn to talk to ghosts because the military is afraid of ghosts. Yeah. What is military afraid of? Girls cross ghosts. out. Ghosts. <laughs> ghosts? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> uh, glitch. All right. I may be crazy here. I am crazy here. Grew up in the underworld, right? Just mm -hmm. always shady. Uh. One time, out and about, doing some shady business, see a guy stabbing someone, become obsessed. I'm Josh's stalker. 
Oh, God. Oh, no. I really like the way Do you I, stab okay. people. Do I know that you're my stalker, or is this something that I don't go into the game understanding? You're kind like, of godmodding here. Are you like yeah. chasing me? Did you like this is sign up God to modding. find me? And do I know that? Don't know what that means. Uh, you don't know what God modding is? Nope. Okay. I'm gonna he attach- does not have the the form background that you and I do. I'm no. gonna attach the condition <laughs> that this stalking is like of some kind of practical nature. Just like this is like the ideal tool or something. Because uh, otherwise, that could get hell uncomfortable. Like, we need a reason for the Mastermind to want to follow Josh. Yeah, that's something we can I'm not work very with, good but... at... Hmm? I'm not very good at stabbing things. Well, no, but like... Maybe just uh, like... Okay, he's an academic. Maybe maybe you have a reason to use his academic connections, and you think, as a Mastermind, you could leverage the fact that he's doing under underground crimes to, to get you to a position that gives you the advantage in an academic setting for whatever... Like, because you're a mastermind. Or, I like, want to be you're a mastermind. <laughs> you're a mastermind, you've been looking for, like, the perfect muscle, but all the muscle's stupid. And then you bump into this one uh, guy, I like who's it. actually, like, really smart and educated. And you're like, this guy, this guy needs to be my right hand. Like, your current right hand like is, it. like, pinky, and you're the brain, wouldn't and you're you, just like, so immediately, like, But wouldn't you immediately, like, try and, like proposition a partnership with this guy if you wanted him to be your right-hand man? Why are you stalking Well, you him? are going to be partners when the game begins. That that part is Yeah, obvious. I was okay. going to say. I was going right. to say, so probably yes. The chance of okay. question, yes. Okay. Alex, what's your background? So, I was thinking that because the religion in this world is very body-focused, that the labor class, working class people are actually more valued than they would be in, like, our society because their bodies would be generally in better shape than necessarily, like, academics or noble people. So, my idea is that, like... My character is part of some, like, very high up in a church because they have a good body. <laughs> and they're working on getting the wealth to be able to afford to also, um, I guess, adorn themselves with riches. So that way they are, like, even higher up on the social ladder. So That's you're involved with this like secret Adonis cult. Does the rest of the uh does the rest of the team even know about it? Um I would think that some of them would, because I would think that it's a fairly like big deal. Yeah, like my academic character would probably be aware of that cult. But Maybe not like everybody. Like it might be a little like Secret a little bit. Yeah. Okay. That's something we can we can sort of flush out a little bit as we get the game started. Uh, but anyway, uh, so that's everybody's details, right? That's really cool. I think the next thing that comes up here, and I'm just going to flip back to the page because I lost it. Did we do mumbles? Did yeah, I miss? She was, uh, yep. she, oh, she, okay. she was bullied by the military, so she turned to ghosts. Like you Right, know. yeah, okay. She was right after <laughs> me. Okay. All right. What a sentence. As you do. As you do. So now that you have 
chosen your playbook, skip choosing your heritage because meh, and chosen your background. So now you've got four dots to assign. So this is like your stats. Uh, And you may notice that on the right side, you've got three sections labeled Insight, Prowess, and Resolve. These are references to the three main ways your character resolves situations. Resolving things through Insight is like relying on your senses and your ability to kind of uh, perceive a way through. And to kind of, you know, feel out a situation in a more direct sense. Uh, your prowess is just like your outright control over your body and control over your movements. And then your resolve is very much like your personality and your attitude. Now, these three things are not stats uh, in any kind of normal RPG sense. In the sense that they, like, have a, a value that blossoms out to everything else. Uh, at, for, at least for now, the only relevance of these are as categories to you guys. These are just categories of action. So when you're looking, you're going to be assigning things to the, the specific elements beneath. Uh, skills like hunt, uh, study, survey, tinker for insight, finesse, prowl, skirmish, wreck for prowess, and attune, command, consort, and sway for resolve. Does anybody have any questions about any what any of these are? Most of them are pretty self-explanatory, but some of them might not be. What's the difference between skirmish and wreck? Yeah, I was about to ask that. That's that's a good question. So skirmish is when like you're one on one and you're like fighting somebody, uh, and it's like kind of they're attacking you, you're attacking them back, and this could be with pistols. This could actually be this could be with swords, uh, with fists. Doesn't really matter. Wrecking is when it's just you trying to break something that's not really fighting back. Um, how about consort and sway? What's the difference between those two? Okay, so consort is very much about like, you know, like you, it's your connections. It's kind of like you're hobnobbing with people. Uh, it's like you know you're playing like the society game. Uh, sway is more like you're trying to directly influence someone, maybe not like totally legitly. Like consort is very like open and honest and frank. Sway is like kind of underhanded and slippery. Okay. Okay. Oh, and uh, a tune is directly relevant to, like, spirits and magical forces. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We have four points for for the entirety of this, like... Yes, you've got four points to to assign on your entire sheet, and the highest you can raise anything to is two at this point. All right. And this affects how many dice you roll when you do this. What's the difference between study and survey? Uh, so study, oh, here we go. Study is a person, document, like you study a person, document, or item with close scrutiny uh-huh. to gain information and apply knowledge. You gain a deeper understanding, you do research. Survey is to understand what's going on, to sense trouble before it happens, gather information about opportunities or exploits. So you read a situation right. with survey, okay. you study an item with study. Is it we cannot improve things more than two, or we can only have a skill at two at max right now? Right now, you can only have a skill at two. And then later on, as you get an experience, you can level something up to three. And then if all of you buy an upgrade for your crew, you can level things up to four. Okay. All right. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so uh, give me an idea of what your character looks like, Chris. 
Um, two in study, one in survey, two in tinker, and two in rec. I like to do the things my class is good at. Yes, and yeah, wrecking specifically sabotage is kind of a forte of yours. All right, Josh, what about you? Uh, two study, two skirmish, one attune, one command, one consort. Okay, so you've got like some sort of you, you've definitely got some social skills in addition to your ability to read up on things and kind of understand things on an analytical level. As an academic. In addition to just fucking people up. Yeah. But at this point, note that, you know, you're not specially better at fucking people up as opposed to just studying, although you, you will tip the balance in just a moment. Okay. Uh, who else was done? Lich? Yeah. Um, I've got two in study, one in survey, two in command, and two in consort. Cool. Alright. Alex. Alright, how are you I have... Yep, I've got two in finesse, one in prowl, two in consort, and two in sway. Okay, so definitely, like, strong uh, with terms of sort of social skills, as befits your calling. And then, yeah, so some other sort of mixed ability. And mumbles. Uh, one in hunt, one in study, two in skirmish, two in attune, and one in sway. Great. Alright, so this should give you a general idea of what your character gets up to. Okay, next in character creation, uh, you're going to choose your special ability. So in the middle of the character sheet, there's a column which has a bunch of abilities like for what your character is good at. Now, I have not really explained the rules to you, and you're not really supposed to necessarily know much about them. Uh, that's why they put up a rule. Like You're not supposed to know much about them, not because it's a secret, but because, you know, it's just... You're expected to kind of get into the game and learn as you go. So they've put an ability at the top, which is just like the recommended ability, uh, where if you don't know what to pick, uh, because like you feel like you don't understand what the rest of the abilities are, that's a good one. Um, but if you know you, you spot one of the other ones, it looks like it might be cool. Or if you have any questions about any of them, uh, just let me know, or just pick that one instead. And you'll notice that some of them have like several dots next to them, like three dots. Uh, that means that you can upgrade it a few times. Like, so you can take that one a few times as you're leveling, uh, but right now you're only choosing one special ability, so the most you can mark it is the first one. Alright, let me know if you have any questions, and let me know when you've picked one. How often do we encounter the supernatural as a combat encounter? Uh, once every few jobs, probably. Uh, or once uh -huh. every job, or multiple times a job, depending on what kind of work you're involved in. And we only get one. You only get one. Okay. I'm good. Okay, Josh, what'd you pick? I picked Ghost Fighter. You may imbue your hands, melee weapons, or tools with spirit energy. You gain potency in combat versus supernatural. You may grapple with spirits to restrain and capture them. Nice. So that kind of brings them down to your the crew's level, which is cool. Normally, to to harm spirits, you need like special like weapons and ammo, mm. but you could bypass that. So maybe if Mumbles wants to attune to his spirit, but it's kind of unruly, you can wrestle it first or something. Right. <laughs> All right. Anybody else picked one? I'm ready. What do you got, Mumbles? Um, I'm going to do Compel, 
You can attune to the ghost field and force a nearby ghost to appear and obey the, a command that you give it. You're not supernaturally terrified by a ghost you summon or compel, though your allies may be. Oh, boy. Oh, man, I like we got some synergy more. there, Mumbles. Yeah. So also, just like, if there's a, a ghost that's in trouble, but it's hiding, like, you could force it to come out, and then Josh can just, like, yep. fuck it out. Yep, You exactly. are the Ghostbusters, basically. You <laughs> <laughs> said we weren't, but we did it anyway. You might be Ghostbusters. Right, I got one. What do you got? I think I'm going to settle on Physiker. Okay. Read it off. You can tinker with bones, blood, and bodily humors to treat wounds or stabilize the dying. You may study a malady or corpse. Everyone in your crew gets plus 1d to their healing treatment rolls. Right. That's important. So, in between jobs, there's going to be like a whole Darkest Dungeon style of downtime. And this means that you guys won't be like half dead the next time you decide to go out and get some money. Alright, Glitch, have you got I one? I have mine. Yet? Oh, Alex, go ahead. I also have one. But yeah, go ahead. Alex, for I picked mesmerism, which is when you sway someone, you may cause them to forget that it happened until the next time they interact with you. <laughs> and mine was mastermind. You may expend your special armor to protect a teammate or push yourself when gathering information or work on a long-term project. Cool. And that's everybody, right? I think so. Yep, what's next? Alright, so next is another story type thing. Uh, so you guys see how there's like a list of names uh, sort of in the bottom middle of your character sheet? Mm -hmm. You see mm -hmm. dangerous friends? So those are just some people uh, who may have been in your life. You're going to mark one of them who is a close friend and one of them who is a rival. So let's start by marking one of them who's a friend. Uh, and then I'll go around and get everybody's friends, and while we're doing after that's over, yep. we're going to mark enemies. Ritz? So you don't... Mm -hmm. Can you explain what a spirit trafficker is? Yes. Uh, so spirit trafficker is somebody who legally deals in, or possibly legally deals in, like, the spirit juice. Uh, the electroplasm. Okay. That is gathered from hmm. spirits. Okay. Or just sells the spirits themselves, I suppose. Okay, so who's got a friend? Who's picked out their friend? I've got a friend. Who's your friend? Mercy, a cold killer. I'm not building up a great uh, background for my character, am I? <laughs> no, it's awesome. Uh, did you guys meet at school or what? <laughs> uh, probably. There are some evil academics in the academic school for academics that kill people. Just the other murderer in school. All right, so we're picking a friend and a, and a rival? Yes. Uh, Chris, have you picked okay. a friend yet? Yes. Who's your friend? Melista, a priestess, who I assume was somebody that was at the church my parents dragged me to um, before they lost everything and they all sort of lost the faith. But while we were rich, we went to church and uh, Melista and I became friends. Awesome. All right, Alex, you got a friend? Yeah, I'm picking Clyra, the tavern, tavern owner. Which is next to the okay, church, I assume. It could be in the church. Could be. There's going to be a lot of taverns. Uh, I'll probably pick, I'll probably like make a specific tavern. That this be. A good one. Uh, glitch. 
Hold on just a second. Yeah. Glitch is on a phone call with his current friend. <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, I've got a write-in. Uh, I deleted all the other ones because fuck those guys, and I put in Josh for every one. I don't know which Josh you want me to pick, but they're all the same. <laughs> no, uh, I picked uh, Sally, uh, an information broker. Okay. That, Probably that, that's a previous colleague. Uh, Mumbles, what was your friend? Um, I'm going to go with Flint, the spirit trafficker. I'm thinking we were both uh, just regular traders, and we both decided to get into the ghosty business. So that's how we're friends. Sweet. Uh, you'll note also that there's no set gender for any of these guys, particularly. I mean, some of them you could probably guess, like Rosalind, but... Done it. Uh, did I get everybody for friends? Yep. Yep. Enemies, Josh, who's your enemy? Uh, my enemy is Sawtooth, a physiker. Imagine they, uh... Oh boy, um, doctors hate him. Used some research <laughs> in an inappropriate fashion that my character was not comfortable maybe with. Maybe they... Maybe, or maybe you took an anatomy course and they just didn't approve of you using it to hurt people more. Sure. Uh, no. Your, yours is better. Uh... That sort of establishes, like, some principle, right? Like, some honor right. that your character has. Yeah. Important. All right, Mumbles, have you got an enemy? Yeah, so I'm going to go with Nyrix, the possessor ghost, because I like to control ghosts, and he likes to control people, so we just don't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> All right, Glitch, who's your enemy? Hmm, I think I'm going to go with Jenna, a servant. And uh, because she has been nefarious in reporting my misdeeds. Oh. Hmm, let's get into that later. Chris, who's your enemy? Eckerd, a corpse thief. Um, he and I uh, had to eventually... It, it's, it's basically he was where I learned a lot of my physicking uh, from. I learned how to how to manipulate bodies and corpses, but I eventually turned with this taste towards his ability to rob graves and steal from those who were least least uh, able to support it, so I don't like him anymore. And we, we had a falling out. Nice. Alex, who's your enemy? So I'm going to go with Harker the Jailbird because I'm thinking that Harker knows something about me that we sent him to jail for, or like conveniently sent him to jail for, and now that he's out, oh. it's going to be a bit of a problem. Maybe even like, you know, you were on a team together, he was in your cult or something. Oh. Ooh, yeah, that's good. I like that. All right. Uh, but still in jail for now. All right, next, uh, you're going to choose your vice. So this actually has a mechanical effect in a vague way. So your character is going to accumulate stress uh, just from doing stuff and from not having stuff done to you. Uh, and the way to reduce stress is to indulge your vice. Now, I'm going to read off the vices now because, like, usually when you say vice, you're referring to, like, a specific kind of thing. 
but actually most of the things you associate with vice are gathered under, like, one of your options. So, the vices are faith. You're dedicated to an unseen power, forgotten god, ancestor, etc. So you just, like, you know, you, you, you gotta pray it out. You gotta pray it out. Gambling. Uh, it's exactly what it sounds like. Any kind of, like, fiscal game of chance or betting, or maybe not even fiscal if you're into some weird stuff, I don't know. Luxury. Expensive or, and or ostentatious displays of opulence. Obligation. So you, like, you take care of your family, or, like, you've got a charity that you run, or there's, like, some cause, like, you know, beautifying the neighborhood or something. It's, it's like, you've got something which you do because you feel the need to, not because you get any specific benefit out of it, and it's more like, I think with this one, it's really more like you get stressed if you don't do it, and you get fulfilled when you do it. But mechanically, it works the same. Pleasure. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's just like drinking, drugs, uh, you know, going to see the theater, or looking at, even looking at paintings. It's just like, it's, it's sensual enjoyment. Stupor. Uh, do you just get completely wasted or trashed or, you know, like, you, you go to the fighting pits and you just, like, unleash your brutality. It's just like, you know, you, you, you relax by I'm turning your brain I'm going to the pits somehow. tomorrow. Sorry. Yeah. Would that be gambling or would that be <laughs> stupor? Or would that be pleasure? Hmm. If you're... All of them. It would be all. Yeah. Depend on why. And finally, the op last option is weird. Uh, you experiment with strange essences, consort with rogue spirits, observe bizarre rituals or taboos. So if, if you're involved in your cult, uh, Alex, and that was your vice, uh, which it doesn't have to be, then that would probably fall under the heading of weird. Although, depend although depending on your role in the organization, it could also be an obligation. It's up to you. So you'll see all the vices and purveyors, uh, so all the, all the vices on a line that says vice purveyor underneath the heritage and background spot. So, let, when somebody's picked one, uh, let me I got one. Chris, what's your vice? Luxury, because I grew up in the lap of luxury, <laughs> and then it was robbed from me, and I still partake wherever I can, even though I can't really afford to. Okay. Uh... Now, you're also going to think about a purveyor. I'm not really going to, like, hardcore line this up. I'm going to wait until the first downtime to get into this, just uh, so we're spaced out. But start thinking about, like, where do you get this kind of luxury from? Like, where do you go for this? And Josh? Um, it's hard to imagine an academic who is not, on some level, an alcoholic... Uh, Jesus. Would that be stupor or pleasure? We're looking at you, Alex. You ain't wrong. Sounds like stupor. Yeah, alright, stupor. And obviously the purveyor is booze. Especially since my character's been rejected from academia. So, Mumbles, you mentioned being a drunk smuggler. Uh, if that's still your option, would that I changed be my stupor? mind. Oh, changed your mind. Awesome. <laughs> I want so um, an obligation. I want... There's this 16-year-old kid who's trying to start up a watch-selling trade, and I just want them to do well, so my obligation is to go and, like, mentor them to be a good tradesman, and it sucks, but it's something I believe in, so oh, I do it. Nice. 
That's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna so I'm gonna have you come up with the name of the sixteen year old kid or I can do it. Uh it's up to you. Let's go with Iris. Names. Her name is Iris. Iris. Alright, cool. Yeah. You got this this kid, Iris. Alright, that's great. Does Iris know that you're firstly that you're like a spooky ghost person, and secondly that you are no. a scoundrel? So I no. think what it is is like I saw her struggling, and so I was, like, walking by, and I started struggling, and I was like, oh, God, oh, I have to help her. So I went, and I taught her how to, like, sell and, like, be a good saleswoman and all this stuff, and she's like, wow, thanks. I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm going to help you run your shop. You don't, you're not great with numbers. You're not great with sales. I'm going to help you. I'm going to teach you. And she's like, cool, thanks. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta go because, um, my, my ghost, my ghost thing, but I like didn't tell her it was the ghost thing, but I really yeah. had to just get out of there because I had like a ghost thing and I didn't want her to see it. So I was like, uh, my dog's wet. I have to go now. Bye. <laughs> she has no clue. She has no idea, but like, I really want her to do well and like not have to do the shit that I have to do to get back at people and like, so, it's yeah, that's what it is. Nice. All right, Alex, what's your vice? I'm going to go with weird. You kind of sold me on it. Weird. Okay. Cool. Seems pretty flexible. Uh, and Glitch, did you pick a vice? I sure did. I got to go with gambling. I, uh, I like to gamble not only in money, uh, but in human lives. Right, right. This is definitely, I'm definitely getting like a brain from Pinky in the Brain vibe, but like with more of a, <laughs> yeah, the like kind of also that like Las Vegas, no, that, no, not Las Vegas, like a riverboat feel. Like you got these fancy words that you use and nobody else, uh, no, what's the, uh, what's that character from, um, the Lady Killers? I, I can't remember Tom Hanks's character. Never. So that's everybody's vice, I think, uh, which means that we're ready to move on to the next. And I think we're more than halfway done. Oh, more than yeah. halfway. Oh, in fact, we're very nearly done. Uh, so you, the last official step here is you're going to choose your name, your alias, and look for your character. And then we're going to do the crew, but that's, that's, that's shorter than creating characters. So, uh, now, if you, it's not on the actual individual playbooks, but if you scroll up some, uh, on the sheet to the character creation sheet, uh, you'll see lists of names, family names, aliases, and like aesthetic details like clothes and appearance. Now, this is kind of cool, and this is like a, this is a very deliberate stylistic choice presenting this material as like lists you choose from. This is a very apocalypse world type thing where the idea is that, you know, it's not about like individual creativity so much as making interesting use of the elements provided. Uh, but I'm not a stickler for this stuff. So if you think of a name that's not on this list or like you don't want to choose one of these, then that's, that's more than fine. I'm glad you said that. Okay. But I really like the first names. I'm going to go with Quest and my last name's going to be Who. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker. Of course. Okay, I've decided to become (laughs) a strict formalist uh, with regards to the Apocalypse World oeuvre. Quest is on there. I just added the last name, man. Such a strict DM. (laughs) Uh. So when somebody has a name, a full name, let me know. I have a name. 
What's your name? Arden Dalmore. Arden Dalmore. Cool. Dalmore. Oh, by the way, uh, I just remembered. That reminded me for some reason. So the name of the city you're in, the London, Venice, uh, Duskwall. Oh, yeah. It's it's named um, or Dunwall. It's named Duskwall, which oh, wow. in the vernacular is Duskwall. Yeah. I get thematically why it's named that, but yeah, that's really close to Dunwall. Yeah, and their main <laughs> industry is going out to hunt leviathans that provide glowing juice uh, that power all of their electrical gates. This really okay, is just yeah, that's... dishonored. It's 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 actually not dishonored at from all Crystal. once you get past these superficial details. I've got a name. What's your name, Mumble? Can I be Faye Templeton? You can absolutely be Faye Templeton. I have mine. And then can can we have an alias too? Sure. I want to be Crow. <laughs> Crow, nice. Ouch. Gee, what What's a your shock. <laughs> uh, Cross Keel. Cross keel. Cool. Uh, Glitch and Campster. You guys got your name? Yep. I said my uh, name. Or, yeah, I was going to oh, say. Oh, you did. That's right. That is. That's, that's totally right. I'm sorry. Uh, Orlan Pendrin. Pendirian. Orlan Pendirian. Okay. And does anybody but Mumbles have an alias? I could go by the wire cutter, as that is a thing that I have been known Ooh. to do. I like it. The wire cutter. As long as people don't start calling you cutter, because that can get confusing. <laughs> okay, uh, how about appearance? Um, oh, I haven't... Oh, what's Hi. your name? Sorry, Hello, Rotskarn. I am here. I am a person that's playing this game with you. Are you, I though? Sometimes. Are you? Your uh, entire character is based around an obsession with me. <laughs> so you are. So you are. Um, this character is kind of shaping up in my mind to be a female character, so I'm going to go with uh, Sethla Rowan with the alias Frost. That's a good alias. Ooh, yeah. All right. Now, who's got looks? I have a list. I don't know if it's valid. Sure. Just read it off. Bony and wiry, bony and wiry in a waxed coat and suspenders. Sounds good. yeah. There's the, yeah for those of you uh, not playing at home but listening along. Uh, there is a very long list of every kind of clothing you could theoretically be wearing. Okay, I have one. Um, I think I'll be a fair and affable with a tricorn hat and a slim jacket. And uh, remember to write all this down, because I'm going to be needing you guys to submit your character sheets to me at the end. Yep. Okay. Uh, anybody else got an appearance? So I'm going to go with athletic and slim, and I want that knit cap, and I want that eel skin bodysuit. Yeah, get it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need it. it. It's essential for this game kind of overpowered actually I'm looking at the rules here and the stats on those are ridiculous what <laughs> no, I'm kidding uh who else needs to give me an appearance um uh, I've got one okay glitch okay. what you got uh 
hold on, sorry, I was just typing it down so I don't actually say it wrong. Uh, male, slim and stern, with a suit and tie and vest. Awesome. And Josh? Um, athletic, striking, uh, tricorn hat, and, uh... You took my hat! I don't want the hat anymore. Did you have the hat, too? Oh, okay. I thought you didn't have the hat. I don't if want you don't my... Have, if I'd you like have the, the hat, then I'll <laughs> drop the hat. Um, I love the idea with... that the first time you meet Josh, you both walk in the room with the same hat on, and you just disgruntedly, like, throw yours out the I just tossed mine out the fucking window. Just I'm gone. like, I don't want no hat anymore. <laughs> um, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> do we, should, I, should I keep the hat for that scene, then? No, I either you keep the hat or you don't. Or I'm uh, not gonna have a hat if uh, you're gonna have I'll the dump, hat. I'll dump the hat. Um, we'll go half cape and um, uh, vest or waistcoat. Vest or waistcoat. Okay. Uh, you guys basically got your character set up. Uh, we're gonna create the crew, and then I'm gonna just gonna do uh, like round robin, and then we're basically gonna be ready to start next time we play. So just give me one moment to get to the right page. For the record, I don't think I ever said my <laughs> alias, uh, which was Echo. I'm going to add that in there. Nice. Slide that right in. I, I like the idea that we're creating like player sheets so that like four four play sessions into this, Mumbles is going to show up, and it's going to be like, y'all motherfuckers, it's Mumbles, and she just like shows up <laughs> under our party. <laughs> I was busy teaching that kid how to be a good trader. Gosh. <laughs> all, yeah, all your has got other stuff going on. We'll be like so, surrounded by fucking ghosts. Mumbles will show up like, stop! She's gonna show up uh, like four play sessions down the line, and we're all gonna be dead with new characters. Yeah. So, how you guys this came together is one thing. Uh, does how, how you guys came together is one thing, you know, that something you guys can decide a little later on, but important thing is you've, you're not totally alone. You've got a crew. You're building, like, a criminal enterprise from the ground up. And your crew at the beginning is going to be just, like, a couple guys. Uh, like, it's not going to be many people. It's, you know, going to be people who are kind of tentatively associated with you uh, in some respect. And the crew is kind of a resource that you have that are with you in some scenes uh, and that go out and get you assets that you can use when you go on missions. So your crew is actually like kind of a part of your infrastructure as much as anything else. But defining your crew also defines what you're known for. So, the first thing you got to do is choose a crew type. Uh, there's six types of crew, and when you choose your crew type, this is going to determine like what does this team actually spend most of their time doing. And I want to make sure that after I read all these off, that everybody chimes in a little bit about, like, what sounds interesting to them before we really, like, pick one. Because this is something that everybody sort of needs to be on board with. Uh, so, the six types of crews are assassins. Assassins are killers for hire. Uh, it's not just like, you know, Assassin's Creed assassins where they're, like, only going after specific targets in this political game. It's like, you know, you, you, you're hit. You make people disappear. You murder people. You kidnap and ransom them. Uh, you're you're bad dudes, you trade in lives. Bravos. Bravos are less like murder and more like just intimidating people. 
like fighting the like you're fighting for territory, extorting, sabotaging, robbing, that sort of thing. Cult. Uh, now, cult is not like a cult like Alex is involved in currently. Uh, cult's going to be more like worshiping an ancient god. Something strange and powerful and not well understood that has plans in this world which require intervention. Hawkers. So hawkers deal in vice. Uh, like, you, you provide product, you, like, cater social events, you know, you're just like, you're kind of like movers and shakers and pushers. Shadows are thieves and spies. Uh, you steal, like, this is like Garrett from Thief kind of deal, where, like, you're stealing things, but you could also, like, you know, survey people, steal documents, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, you can also commit sabotage. Smugglers, finally, are contraband transporters. You deliver, you control territory, and, like, occasionally you go outside of the city, which is bad and dangerous. So, let's get some thoughts from everybody. So, I'm gonna, like, tier list this, like... My top three are Smugglers, Shadows, or Cult. I don't really like the other three. Uh, I like Hawkers, Bravos, and uh, Shadows are kind of cool. Maybe Smugglers. Smugglers, smugglers, I thought I wanted to be a Smuggler, but I don't know. Hawkers are kind of more interesting. I like Bravos, Shadows, and Smugglers. Bravos, because I like the idea of my character being involved in, like, you know, getting involved in the ruffians and the territory disputes of the lower gangs beneath him and just sort of begrudgingly doing that for money. Um, uh. I like Shadows because it's thieving and it's it's him trying to reclaim the money that he so desperately believes he's entitled to. And um, I like Smuggling because Smuggling seems lucrative and it seems like his skill set would be useful there, and maybe that's just how he makes his money after his parents lost oh, everything. If, if you guys were Shadows, you'd probably spend a lot of time robbing like your old family friends and stuff. Oh, hell yeah, we would. And the military. Because, actually, it makes really a lot of sense for me and Camster's characters, because my character is like, fuck everyone in the military, I'm gonna rob them blind, that sounds great. So, Shadows make sense. Okay. Yeah. Alex, your thoughts? Uh, I was thinking shadows or smugglers for some of the same reasons that has already been said, but I can see me getting into all sort of documents and um, like, especially like blackmailing and stuff would be pretty cool. Um, smugglers is probably like the less of the two that I'm interested in, but I can also see like stuff being like smuggled in through the the cult and things like that. So, right. Oh, oh, sorry, actually, I, I just realized that I, I misrepresented something slightly, probably. Um, so you guys don't actually have any employees at first. Uh, you guys start out at tier zero, so it's just you guys. But, like, right. pretty much the first thing you're going to be doing is, like, acquiring some more people in your career out, most likely. Uh, and Glitch. Yeah, so, um, in no particular order, I liked the sound of Cult, 
Hawkers and Shadows. Uh, my guy being more mastermindy, Hawkers and Shadows sounds really cool. Um, but I also like the the dark uh, Cthulhu esque idea of the cult. I'm really interested in like the the more mysterious parts of this world. So that sounds. Interesting You'll be getting me. plenty of interaction with those in any case. But that that's an interesting thought. Something to keep in mind going forward. Okay, so I think everybody said shadows, so that seems like the obvious. Yeah, I, I feel like everybody was on board with the idea of being shadows. Awesome, uh, I'm excited. That 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 sounds great to me too. Okay, uh, now the next thing you need to do for your crew is you need to establish what your like. You guys just formed. You guys just like decided. Okay, we're all cool. We're gonna like be an outfit together, and we're gonna work together. This is our thing from now on. We're entrusting our fate in each other's hands. Uh, you've probably, at this point, you've got mostly, you've got a little bit of cash, like a little bit of money. You've got, like, a, like you're, you're known among a few people, like, as a crew, and they, like, a few people have opinions about you, and you have a lair. And the first thing you're going to do is you're going to choose your initial reputation and your lair. So, you guys... If you scroll to the crew sheet, which I believe is under the character sheet. So, for your reputation, you've got a few words to pick from. Ambitious, brutal, daring, honorable, professional, savvy, subtle, and strange. And you can find these words, you can find these words all collected on the crew creation sheet, scrolling up a few, uh, under number two, and italics. So how do you guys think that, like, how do you guys think as a unit you're taken so far? Define strange, because I feel like that's what we are, but... Well, everybody's a little bit strange. Strange, particularly strange, would be, like, gives people a creep strange, probably. Which I, I don't know if, um, thus far you've said anything to make me think that. No, I mean, we've got Mumbles, Alex and I, as, like, weird ghost on some level. That is true. Yeah, but my character guy is creepy. My character isn't creepy though. She just uses ghosts. Like, there's not really anything creepier about her except for the ghosts that she hangs out with. Like her herself. I'm not creepy, guys. It's just the ghosts. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Besides the undead, it's not very creepy. Yeah, Uh, that's a good point. So even if your your focus is on supernatural stuff, you're not individually strange. I like professional. I feel like all of us are pretty professional. Professional or savvy works. Yeah. Professional, savvy, uh, yeah, those definitely both work. Uh, Either of those, really. I like professional as well. All right. Business. Crimes business. All right, so that's your reputation. Now, you also get to pick where your lair is, and you choose from six. Six layers. We get six? So, no, you choose um, from among uh, six layers, unfortunately. Oh, my goodness. Okay. But there's already uh, one checked off. to place. Where do we choose it uh, from? I, I'm, Am I looking I'm at the to... right thing? Probably not. Uh, I'll read it off in a second. So once that you've, you've figured out what kind of kind of lair you want, you're going to figure out where in the city you're starting out, which is going to affect like 
what other kinds of people are in the area, chances are good that you're going to have to pay a t or I, I say you're going to have to. You're going to want to pay a tax to the gang that it controls whatever area you start out in. Uh, that'll keep you on good terms with them. Uh, you can always elect not to and see what happens. That seems like a bad idea for a group that's professional. That seems like the last thing that we would do. Yeah. Is not pay our taxes. I would, have, I would have to agree. Just not. You have to. You have to like take some civic responsibility. <laughs> okay, so you choose one, or if you want, you can alter and create your own one. But the options are a half-sunken grotto in the city's maze-like underground canals, an abandoned watchtower atop an ancient crumbling wall. The unassuming back rooms of a merchant's shop. A small, abandoned house at the end of a dark lane. A rickety, tin-roofed shack perched on a rooftop. Or a junked rail car, rusted in place on its old, overgrown tracks. Rail car. That's the best one. We can be the Swiss family Robinsons, right? Or is that a different story? No, what, what's we the people like the who Ninja live in the train cars? The, the Ninja Turtles. They live yeah, in the I, I think I have Boxcar or Watchtower. Any other... I, any objections? I, I like thoughts? the Boxcar. I also like the Marketplace, just in that that's very central, and I feel like... Agreed. Be, totally. And it would make sense, too, yeah. Yeah, it would be nice for, for us to, to be able to establish connections in the city and then disperse out into the night. Yeah. In every direction. Okay. Well, uh, keeping those both in mind, why don't you guys all scroll to page 29. Here you see a map of Doskfor. Which, actually, not entirely sure how that's intended to be pronounced, but that'll do for now. So, this is, you're gonna pick which of these districts your crew is gonna start out in. And, you know, I'm gonna say you're gonna wanna start out somewhere poor. Uh, because if you start out somewhere rich, the gang that you're gonna be paying taxes to is gonna be rich. And that's not necessarily something you want. They're also probably going to be more powerful. So, I'm not really expecting you to read all of this, uh, so if you have thoughts about, like, what kind of part of the city you want to be in, uh, I've already read all this stuff, I can help connect the dots. What about Six Towers, the formerly rich district now worn down and dilapidated? Sounds good. We no, we should set up an iron hook prison since we all know that's where we're gonna end up, right? <laughs> so I'm gonna read off a few details about six towers. Bits of trash blown by a cold wind skitter across empty streets, illuminated only by a few still working street lamps and the campfires of squatters. The shutters and doors of abandoned buildings moan, creak, and bang in a haunted chorus. Residents hustle by, heads down, clutching spirit bane charms close to their breasts. The buildings are palatial states tumbled into disrepair, grand manors remodeled into cramped and cheap apartments. Notables include Mother Naria, who runs the Arms of the Weeping Lady Charity House, who's kind and patient. Chef Roselle, one of the best cooks in the city, still operating the legendary Golden Plum Restaurant, worth the trip into the haunted streets of Six Towers. And Flint, a spirit trafficker who trades out of condemned manor house, who is weird, buddy. and suspicious. That's my friend. That's my oh, friend. Yeah. <laughs> I know that Good guy. Bro, bro. 
Okay, so uh, what what uh, kind of hideout did you guys decide on? Oh. It's either between the box car or the merchant uh, building, I think. Merchant could work. It could be like my old like merchant, my old like shop or something. Yeah, we could do that. All right. That's- All right. Now, if you go back to your crew sheet, which is on page eighteen. Uh, you can see that stretching out from the lair, there's all sorts of stuff like loyal fence plus two coin for burglary or robbery, like turf, informants, etc. Uh, that's part of like the kind of metagame that takes place between jobs where you had your crew like going out and securing things or you secure things like with your crew's reputation. Uh, so those are like up those, those are basically upgrade trees. Uh, but yeah, no more needs to be said about that just. All right, nearly done. Now, you have to choose a favorite contact of your crew. And you can see in the list your choices are Dowler the Explorer, Dowler the Explorer, Laros the Blue Coat, so Blue Coats are cops, they're like beat constables. They mostly stay out of things unless they think that there's something in it for them. Amancio the Deal Broker, Fitz the Collector, Adelaide the Noble, and Rigney the Tavern Owner. What do you guys think? Well, I've got a tavern tavern owner on my side already, so we probably don't right. need another one. Maybe a blue coat. Or the collector. Get us better deals with tax collection and so on. That sounds like a very professional mindset. Or the noble the who can give us tips on what places to rob. Like, oh, oh yeah, I don't like this I like lady. That. Buh. She has these jewels, and they're stupid, and they're and right we've here. We've got like, a number yes. of a number of people in the <laughs> the crew that have noble connections. That'd be good. I like having her as the noble. I'd like that a lot. Adelaide. Awesome. Okay. Now you assign your crew upgrade. So I know you choose your crew's special ability. So you guys just try to agree on a special ability from the middle column. Uh, again, if you can't decide from them, the first one is probably the most straightforward. Well, we do have a noble as a friend, so maybe patron? I'd say patron or everyone steals. Either of those work. Yeah, I like patrons. Let's do it. Okay. For those of you playing along at home, patron says when you advance your crew's tier, it costs half the coin it normally would. So your patron helps, like helps you branch out and acquire like the, the connections and the equipment you, you need to make it up into the more of the big leagues. Now, uh, you pick two crew upgrades from the list, and your list of things to upgrade are uh, Thief Rigging, Underground Maps and Passkeys, Elite Rooks, Elite Skulks, and Steady. Now, what are Rooks and Skulks, you might be asking? Well, I'll answer that as soon as I've looked them up from the Hey, hey, Rutskarn. Rutskarn. Yes, Joshua. What are rooks and skulks? They're the skinny guy and the fat guy on Power Rangers. I was really hoping it said skulls, because (laughs) skulls in Pokemon, and then we have a bunch of just skulls running around, little idiots. Elite skulls. (laughs) We're already the little idiots. We got that covered. <laughs> okay. 
so rooks are con artists, spies, and socialites. Skulks are scouts, infiltrators, and thieves. I feel like elite rooks would be good. You want elite rooks, the the muscle. You want elite muscle instead of the skulks, which are more like sneaky sneak. No, I thought the rooks the were rooks like socialites muscle. and stuff. Yeah, wait, they're did the... I get that confused? My they're father the... had friends who would be able to help us out in the situation. <laughs> How many voices nice has cancer done at this point? Oh, <laughs> not, not funny. enough. Not enough by half. Where's your <laughs> Asmar uh, YouTube? channel camster yeah really Does that exist I, yet? I really shouldn't do that and i'd make i'd make so much more money than i would off of any other website yep is that how I it's pronounced chris here to tell I don't you know. i say asthma but i just say, i say it like piggy does from uh Laura the flies my asthma <laughs> it's a it's a literary <laughs> joke <laughs> all right so you're liking rooks skulks what was that well, Rooks I think is my like character's, my character's yeah. interest. I, I don't know if we want that as a team. Like, well, I mean, it we're makes professionals. Sense. It makes sense. We're professionals. Our contact yeah. is a noble person. I think it's pretty obvious that what we're trying to do is steal from the rich so that we can become rich and then become so fucking rich that we don't have to deal with anyone ever and do whatever we want. That seems like what and, our plan for everybody. Between, yeah. <laughs> between me and for Josh and... And even Mumbles, we all have history of people that are more well-connected. Mumbles has the military, Josh yeah. has academia, and I have my father's friends. So, you know. <laughs> For the record, uh, you're still going to have to acquire these guys. What you're actually buying here is when you get rooks into your crew, they're automatically uh, upgraded so that they're much right. better. To elite. So this is like once when you're dealing with these guys and once you're like recruiting them to your, your operation... They're going to be awesome. Well, we're going to want them anyway, I think. I think that'll uh, be And that does one feel like first. something that, like, like, our characters could pull off is elite rooks. Yeah. I mean, do we need muscle, really? Yeah. <laughs> I have ghosts. Ghosts technically uh, do honestly, not have muscle. If, if you asked me, it would be... We get to pick two of these, right, Rutskarn? Yeah, two. I would say underground maps and pass keys based on our underground connections and elite rooks based on our high highbrow connections. And that would sort of yeah. describe the sort of weirdly disparate thing we've got going on as this team of like a bunch of people that used to be highbrow and high class that have fallen low. Yeah, I like yeah. that a lot. That's really good. All right. In this formerly so, rich hey guys, district. I and started then out there. Calls, Josh. I, I, I've been down here the whole time. Welcome to the mud. The guy in, the guy in a suit vest that follows Josh around. So glad right. I have friends now. <laughs> You're our wild card, just, is what you are. I have You're a our suit. Charlie. Just because I have a suit doesn't mean I haven't been dirty. It's an understatement. Wink. Well, that was disturbing. <laughs> Okay, uh, based on these, I'm going to end up telling you once the game starts uh, a faction that doesn't like you already, and a faction that already likes you. Yay, hey, right. we have friends! Did you hear that? We have friends! <laughs> I'm going to say that uh, you've got connections, uh, let's see, 
Like, you got connections, like, with the, with the beggars and the laborers' gangs, because, like, they sort of live in that area. Does that make sense to you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for the academy, and, like, for the people Josh used to know, and for, like, the people maybe, like, you, you guys used to know, like, the kind of privileged aristocratic class... Uh, maybe they've already sort of figured out that, like, a robbery that happened uh, was connected to you, and they already, like, are a little onto you. Fine. Fuck the rich. It's cool. <laughs> I beg to We're gonna differ. take their money. We're taking their money. And then you'll be rich, and then we won't have to F- do this anymore, buddy. I'm not F- fucking their rich. money. I'm taking back what is originally mine. That's, fuck the rich you know until we become Fine. rich, and then still fuck the rich, but just in a different yeah. manner. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're evil. The aristocrats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the. Only thing that's left now is I'm going to do a lightning round with each of you where I ask you a question, and then I'm going to come back around to you and see if you have an answer. But who likes us? I like the, the beggars poor people. and the, the, the local, the poor people. That's it? Yeah. That's good. You, you guys haven't really made any My answers. people! The filthy dregs will attach to anything that appears higher than them. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> I swear to god I'm gonna play that need, voice. Like, I swear to god. We need like some fucking high class campster <laughs> in here. I like it. I like it a lot. Alright, here are my questions. And I'm gonna just ask it to you and what I want is like a straightforward answer. Like, don't get, you don't need to get too deep into it. Uh, I may ask you a question like why and then come back for it. And in fact, um, if you guys want to work on your characters in the interim, uh, one of my favorite methods of creating characters, which I learned uh, creating a character for Syndome, which is terrible, uh, was the three whys. You ask a simple question about your character, like, where did I get my scar? And then you come up with a simple answer, and then you ask why. And you do that three times, and chances are, by the third time, you're going to get to some interesting part of your character's motivation. But... Josh, who is the most trustworthy member of this group? Um, think about it. Mumbles. Okay. What would it take to get you back? If anything could, what would it take to get you back to just being a simple merchant again? Alex, what is it about misleading people, if anything, that appeals to you and that has called to you? Chris, uh, if you could just flip a switch and have all of your connections back again and live your entire life within an aristocratic bubble, would you? Or is there anything you would miss? Alright, Glitch. Uh, what is your ultimate... Like, where do you see yourself in ten years? And did I ask? Every, I didn't ask Josh a question, did I? Dead. No, you did. Oh, did. Underneath okay. someone's boot. <laughs> Josh, Josh, what is your what is your answer? Seems like Mumble's character is probably the most trustworthy of everybody. Boo. Okay, that's true. I've got my oh, answer. Geez. Get Stalker Josh to trust man. me the most. 
<laughs> Josh, what is it about fighting that... When did you discover you had a penchant for fighting, and what do you like about it? Simple answer. All right, Mumbles, uh, do you have an answer for my question? Yeah, I think if Iris and I can just have a regular shop open and people don't take advantage of her or me, that would be enough. But that's just not ever going to happen, so. Exactly. Do you accept on some level that Iris is never going to have what it takes to succeed in this crapsack world? Is my question to you. Alright, Chris. Yeah, I have an answer. Go. Um, my character's gut instinct is to say absolutely. He wants to attain that wealth and status, and if, if he could just flip a switch and get that all back, he absolutely would. But he sort of takes pride in the fact that his uh, of or takes pride in his newfound ability to forge his own way. Like he wants this superficial lifestyle. He needs it. He wants fancy wines and he wants good food and he wants a giant house made of marble. But he hasn't had it for years. And being able to forge friendships and make his own way is a source of pride, even if he won't necessarily admit it. Okay. So without besides just like uh, not. Succeeding, besides just not having that like status that y you crave, what complicates the fact that you take pride in your job? When do you feel not proud doing your job? When do you feel not proud making it on your own this way? All right, Alex. So I think I like um, the question was like manipulating people. Yeah. Yeah, I think I like it because it lets other people do stuff for me when initially I was someone who had to do everything by myself and build myself up. So it's satisfying to not have to do a lot of the dirty work anymore. What's the worst, like, period? And, like, without getting necessarily too bogged down details, like, what's, what's the most dire period of your life in terms of being completely self-sufficient? Like, what did it look like? Uh, Glitch. Um, I, in ten years, will have a criminal empire, all of my help will be good, everything I ask them to do, they'll do well <laughs> and expertly, and they won't mess it up, and I will have good help, and, right. and everything will go great. What makes you doubt, if anything, but probably something will at least every so often, what makes you doubt that this is going to come true, and how often does it happen? Okay, Josh, back to you. Um, there was a moment when a fellow student, a rival of mine, uh, stole some research and was going to ruin me, and I beat them over the head with a statuette. Jesus. My god. <laughs> wow. And I realized Woo! that violence does solve problems. Jesus, then it went even darker. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I haven't hit that point wow. yet myself. You're like the alternate universe <laughs> badass Rosalind Franklin, like Rob Liefeld character. <laughs> uh, who's next? Mumbles. <laughs> Okay, so the question was, do I doubt, or do I, do I know that 
Iris is never going to be able to be a simple trader, correct? Yeah, like do you accept like, that she's I... never going to she's never going to have what it takes to cut it without you? No, I don't believe that. I won't let myself believe that. There's no part like I can't. If I believe that, then like I'm just going to like fucking fall into madness. I have to believe that I can teach her to stand on her own, to do things the right way and to make her way. If I if that doesn't happen, like I'm I'm going to I'm going to go nuts. Like <laughs> I, I won't be able to handle answer. it. So It's great answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh making those No, just just kidding. Uh, <laughs> she just dies. <laughs> it, it's it, it's worth mentioning that uh the mo- the easiest way for your character to to lose a character is for them to be so like there's actually not a lot of circumstances in this game where your character can just be outright killed and there's nothing you can say about it. Um it's more like your character will reach a point where, like, they would take some kind of huge, nasty consequence. Yeah. And you just say, eh, you know what? I think I'll just die instead. Like, that's how you die. Yeah. 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 I can see that happening. Yeah. Um, next up was Campster. Sup? Right, what's your answer? So my question was, what complicates uh, the the ability for my character to take pride in their job? When do I not feel proud? Um, and it's it's both. Like doing the right thing when it results in no money doesn't make me feel proud, but like I have a begrudging sense of selflessness that I have that I have, but I don't want to acknowledge. So like Ooh. I want this ostentatious life, this time among the poor. I want this ostentatious life of, of fanciness, uh, but my time among uh, the poor, given that I have fallen, uh, makes me recognize that it isn't sustainable or really ideal, but it makes me feel like I'm entitled to it all the same, and it makes me feel guilty. So, like, selfless acts make me feel bad because I'm giving out that life, but so too do selfish acts that make me recognize that I'm hoarding wealth for myself. Um, so, kind of every act makes me feel, in some sense, guilty. Um, if I'm being selfless, that's a, that's a very am... Chris Franklin answer. Wow, that's <laughs> I don't know what to agree with that. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. Are you sure like... you're not Josh Rutzgarin with the stab that you just gave him? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like my uh, character when he does something selfish feels really bad because he recognizes that that's kind of inherently wrong given his time as a poor person but also he he desires that life and that wealth and that uh, accumulation of of power and money and and stability and so when he does something that is selfless and rejects that he also feels bad and those so like there's a pride in being able to step away from his parents and being able to be his own man but there's also this recognition that no matter what he does he's kind of feeling like he's fucking up and i i dig that as a character no, that, trait that that's a really good answer also that that that's a really interesting character uh alex so the question was my lowest point when I was self-sufficient. And I think that would definitely be when I was on my own and looking to um, the cult that I am now sort of like, I guess, more involved with. I don't know if I'm the leader. I don't think I am. And I was rejected because of my appearance. So I think a big part of it is going to be kind of working up the ranks to infiltrate, not necessarily infiltrate, but 
to it's sort of like a little bit of revenge but also a little bit of like using it to my advantage now that I know how it works when before I was probably just more desperate and in ignorant of the whole thing and glitch what makes me doubt that I'm going to be successful in in the way I want to be because I've been doing this this underworld shit for my whole life and and I have risen and fallen and risen and fallen every time and I've never made it to where I want to be and then there are these young people who come from all these different lives already rich and and they think they just come into this business and it's going to work what makes me doubt is that that all these people think that it's just so easy it's not and I've been there that's what makes me doubt my good sir, I've been both places, and it's never easy. And you're such a goof. <laughs> I really want to roleplay in that voice. I really do. Do it. Oh, damn. Yeah, so I insist. I insist. I, I, I will come I up love with my it. own voice. I sincerely we'll love that voice. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know what? I think um, that that's that's everybody, right? I think we're pretty much going to yeah. call it there. That's that's the crew. Uh, you guys are create your characters, create your crew. Congratulations. Uh, you guys did a great job. We have one thing we didn't do uh, that I'm noticing that is missing, which is, I don't, did we ever name our crew? It's not necessarily yeah, we got to come up with a cool name. Yeah, but you you should. I was I was actually going to, like, give you guys a chance to do that at the, at the very end here, but yeah, that, that sounds good. Uh, so I'm thinking Motley. Motley crew. No. Ew. No? <laughs> what about the cut crew? <laughs> what about the clean cut crew? I like that. Mumbles, did your did your business have some kind of like some kind of name like Ruffles Sailor Merchants and then like that's <laughs> It was called like, Ruffles. I I sold those little cravats that, that sailors wear, the ruffles, so I called it Ruffles. <laughs> Can our new company be making potato chips? <laughs> <laughs> For tax purposes, we want to avoid anything identifiable. I recommend John Smith's reclamation project. So, uh, is this crew, like, uh, is the crew name something that's, like, internal only to us? Or is it something that's more, like, maybe we'll have to drop this name as a business name sort of thing? That sounds like the first question to answer, really. Is it also maybe something just your patron has decided to call you? In which case, I'm What about, like, come up gold tier? Do you guys like gold tier? I don't know gold why tier. I like that. <laughs> gold tier. MLG420. <laughs> Shadow yeah. of the <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Gold tier X. All right, you, first, you, first you have to send in your application, and you'll get your crew ranking. Uh, if you pass, you get to wear the clan badge. Yes. <laughs> I, I was thinking something um, like uh, more along the lines of of sort of the theme, which is that I'll, uh, everyone except for me, I think, has fallen from grace in a the way. The elite. So, the the so, elite the <laughs> elite <laughs> the underscore it's a elite thing. um it's a uh, thing. maybe maybe something like black coin 
Oh, I love that. Because, like, you got the, the coin, which, you know, normally coins are made of gold, but, but we've all fallen from grace to some, some degree, so black coin. I like that. Sounds pretty cool. What do you guys think? I'm okay with that. That's cool. All right. I'm a In that case... I'm begrudging letting the le- reprobate <laughs> choose our name, but I suppose it's <laughs> not the worst idea Just be glad it has coin I've in heard. it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, once again, thank you so much for creating characters. Uh, we'll hold the session early on uh, as soon as we can, uh, just to get things rolling. And stay tuned for the continuing adventures of the Black Coin Project. Oh, that sounds nice. That is way better than Spodcast. <laughs> well, you didn't come up with it, so <laughs> can we rename our uh, our clan the the Spod Clan? Can we name re- can we the rename Spod the Spodcast the Black Coin Project? <laughs> <laughs> Only performer I would video pay game money to do that. in character is a bunch of quasi Victorian scoundrels. <laughs> And then I just roleplay the entire town of Dolskvall. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, Peter Moore is simply wrong about his estimation about the Xbox Live's viability. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, you should do all of the videos in your channel in that voice. Uh, no, no. I, w- I won't do it. Get like a smoking jacket and like a crystal wow. goblet with some brandy oh, no. or something. Put a skull behind me, you know. A cigar. Yeah, exactly. You need to have a fireplace. A somewhere. skull man for a modern era. If you're paying this, be- this, this session with a beverage, uh, something on the rocks is a must. 